Suck my dick. All right. So like I was saying, welcome everybody. Episode six of Put It On Record uh, with me, DJ Byrne, a.k.a. I don't have no AKAs. A lot of podcasts do AKAs, and I'm just, I'm him. Oh, period. Period. Period, poo. With a little. The emoji. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have uh, our co-host. Recio. Hello. All righty. And, you know, uh, Don't Fred is buried in the book somewhere, so prayers for her. That girl be busy. You know, but. Every time she t- she tells me she can't do it, I think of that episode of the game where Tasha's like medical school is hard listen <laughs> I, I it's to the point where I don't ask her for a lot because I know I only want, want her to have to choose between what she needs to do and what I need I'm just like mm-hmm. you're fine just let me know when you're available right. but I do want to say thank you to everybody who listened to the previous podcast DJ Ola first of all very few people can call me by my full first name. And she said it every time. I was right. being so weak. <laughs> That's how you know. Real friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she had a bunch of... This is one of the only podcasts... I've been involved with other podcasts before. This is the one, only one that I record that I go back and listen to. Because nobody likes to hear themselves talk, right? right? But I actually went back and listened to... The past episode, and she had a bunch of good information for for you guys as far as getting into the business. The plan, the play, really is to just move to LA, go to Scratch Academy, and then just level up. That seems like what the play is. But yeah, if you haven't checked it out, go check out that episode and every other episode we've had. Bunch of good information, and the hits keep coming. So um, let's just get started. The title of this episode. Is, well, first of all, how are you doing? I am good. I had to be out in the snow today, which wasn't fun because I only thought it was supposed to snow yesterday. And apparently we were supposed to get like four inches today. I don't know how much we actually got, but I had to drive in it. But I have new tires, so I didn't die. Look at you. You bought four at a time. You rich. I mean, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> nah. Last time I bought four tires, it was like 900 bucks. Sheesh. Um, and I'm like, these, these better be them steel tires or something <laughs> um i had to go out into the snow today too um i was sitting here with plans of doing absolutely nothing because i'm unemployed and uh our, our good friend our best friend called us and was like what you doing i'm like nothing he's like can you come up here at 2 30 and i was like yeah sure and so i had an interview uh, oh, we'll discuss We'll discuss more of that once I get the results of it. Okay. And if I don't get the job, we'll never talk about it again. All right. So, um, but yeah, as you can see, the title of this episode is called Mo Bamba. And because it reminds me of a topic that we definitely need to talk about on here. First and foremost, I do want to say, I probably should have said this in the trailer of this podcast is that. You're going to get a lot of complaints out of me and the co-host and the guests, but it's only because we have to air out these grievances that we have um, as being DJs. So we're not negative people, and I do want to emphasize that I do appreciate every single person that's ever paid to hear me play music. Or... 
that hasn't paid and you have plenty of options of free places to go, but you decide to spend your time with me. I do appreciate that. It's not lost on me because I've DJed for zero people before. I've went to a venue and tried to get something going with a certain promoter, a couple of a couple of promoters actually, and I'm setting my equipment up and literally from ten to twelve thirty, zero people in the building. So each and every person that come that, that that sees my name on a flyer or on an event and says, That's the place I gotta be, right. that means the world to me and I hope we keep it coming. So I don't want this podcast to be a bunch of complaints. However, there are some songs that DJs, well, we're, we're going to get to, you know, we're, we're saving the request episode. That's going to be our biggest episode, if not our last episode. <laughs> um, but people need to stop asking for these songs and DJs need to stop relying on certain songs. I don't want to hear about a DJ that was going in or he had the place going crazy because he played the same seven to 10 songs that everybody plays that always gets the same reaction and that quite frankly needs to be retired Mm -hmm. because a lot of these songs, you guys don't mix them. Um, It's just uh, press the button. It's press press the button, yell into the mic, press the air air horn hella times. Watch people stand on couches with hookah and bottles and rap these lyrics. So I want to start a petition. No disrespect to these <laughs> artists, because most of these artists have made other songs that are amazing. But I don't ever want to hear a DJ play again. Mo Bamba. Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares. Please retire it. Um, and this might be more of a Midwest thing, but T Grizzly, First Day Out. I hate to say this next one because it, oh my, it's such a good feeling, but even Tevin Campbell don't want to hear Can We Talk. He got other songs. Facts. Um, And this guy, like this song is probably played more in Columbus than it's played in Memphis. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear Yo Gotti, I Got That Sack. That came out like 12 years ago. You DJs got to let this go. Um, And we know why people play these songs because mm-hmm. they get that reaction. But come on, like as a DJ, part of your job is to put people on the new music. So you got to stop relying on these old faithfuls. And then you take your cell phone out, you take some video and say, Oh, I had the party going crazy. Yeah. Like, no, like my grandma can play these songs and I have it going just crazy. just had deja vu because I feel like I texted y'all while I was in Vegas. It was my first time in Vegas. And we went to Dre's which is like the big nightclub for the blacks TM mm-hmm. in Vegas. And the opening DJ was cool. Like I enjoyed his set, but like the headliner before Gucci came out and even Gucci's DJ was playing like all of these songs, just like press the button. And it was more like, performative than actual like them being a DJ which was really weird to see um but I remember being like damn like I kind of expected more like because I'm sure they're making hand over foot money to be no, there that's a fact. and I was like dang I really like expected you know better song choice or at least mixing like something like do something 
entertain me, but it was really just like a show. And it almost felt like this is what they play every night, which that has to get old. But I mean, hey, if you're getting paid, maybe it's not shoot, you know. And I will say we got to have a, well, well, I'm going to try to have a national touring DJ on here to talk to uh, talk to us about this. But when I was at day in Vegas, mm. uh, like when, when the rappers were going on and their DJ was out before them, their DJ's job is to go out there and hype the crowd up. So I do understand playing songs and you know, get your hands up. Kind of like when we went to on the run and what, uh, what Khaled was doing. But I feel like he could get away with it because like, that's literally the music he makes. True. So, but these DJs, I can't t- tell you how many of them all play way too sexy. Uh, and like, it was a couple other songs where it's like, these, the go-to hype songs. Yeah. And while I understand why they have to do that, um, there's, if you're a good DJ, there's other ways you can hype the crowd up. By instead of just playing like like the easy ones, and like you said, they're getting paid a lot of money to press buttons behind whatever artists. So why not have a better variety? But we ain't even talking about those DJs because at least they getting paid several thousand dollars. You DJs <laughs> that be in these bars getting paid fifty dollars a night, stop playing these songs. Like <laughs> there are way more. What, there's just too much music out there for everybody to be repeating the same songs. That's facts. But I also understand, and I think you would have great insight of this on this because you're a newer DJ. Mm-hmm. So you, not too long ago, you were just a regular party goer. Mm-hmm. Why don't people like hearing new music in the club? I think it's like a... Hmm... I don't know, honestly, because I feel like it's not even just like new music. It's just like as much as people like to think that they're different, they kind of like being told what to like. And so there's like these songs and like certain other songs that are just easy. Like everybody likes them. You know, you're going to hear it when you go out and you know that that's what the crowd is going to be into. Right. But I don't know. I feel like we talked about this on maybe the last episode. No, maybe two episodes ago where you were talking about like how DJs like scour the internet for hot songs. Like I feel like people don't either have the expectation maybe because DJs aren't doing this or Maybe they do just want to hear, like, the top 40 or whatever. But people don't go out expecting to hear album cuts. And I think in the crowds that we move in now, at least, because I don't go to the club. I haven't been to the club since Vegas. And before that, who knows? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the types of events we do, one, it's appreciated. And two, it's the appropriate time to do it. Um, You have a little bit of a more mature crowd, not in age, but in taste. Like, they can appreciate it. So, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it has to do with venue and, like, the type of environment, you know, the event is in or the promoters or the owners are trying to create. So, that's kind of hard. But still, like, 
I feel like as a DJ, you can, if you do it right, you can intertwine the two. And you should be able to. Can you, can you think of a time where you were out and somebody was DJing and you heard something that you didn't know and you liked it? Something that I didn't know. I feel like when I went to damn what was that called it was hips and there was like other types of events like that where like I was kind of like expanding my Mm. pool of music where it wasn't just you know 90s R&B or 2000s and it wasn't what was currently on the radio it was you know, some of the stuff, you know, like your secret playlist that you only know and you don't really share with nobody. It's not the playlist that everybody tweets out on the right. internet. What you, call, what you call that one playlist, Brown Sugar? It's not that. It's yeah. like Splenda. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's different. And so people don't, all, I feel like people don't want to a lot of times like share that side of themselves. Because it's different. Like I'll be the first to admit, I listen to all types of music. And especially when I was in high school, I was into country heavy. But I would never tell anybody because I don't want to be a weirdo. But I appreciate DJs and events like that that kind of allow you to explore and expand your range. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think what event it was that you was at. Um, I do know that... Um, <clears throat> I like listening, going out and hearing house music because it's just about the beat and the vibe. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem with people, certain crowds not wanting to hear new music or music they're not familiar with because they can't sing along with it. I think like singing along is part of the vibe for them. Like, well, they can go to karaoke. They can go to trap karaoke for all that. Like, right? I mean, I I feel like they want to vicariously live through the lyrics. Yeah. Or like sing some lyrics that resonate with them. You know, one video that I think kind of illustrates this perfectly, and I may be going way too deep into like this social media reference. So if nobody's seen this video, then I'm sorry, you will not get this reference. (laughs) I saw this video. I want to say Sunday, but it was definitely this weekend. And it was this white guy and this black lady dancing and they were in a dance competition and the video was describing how this round was you get paired up with a random person and you pick a song out of the hat and you just have to dance. And one of the dancers is the leader and the other person just like has to go with the flow. But it was so great because without knowing that you would have thought that like it was a routine. And I don't think people allow themselves to just vibe like that. They feel like they have to know it so that they can appear hip. They can appear you know, whatever to the crowd instead of just being present and enjoying it. Um, yeah. Shout out to the, uh, I think I said this last episode, but shout out to the big white dude. Um, that was in the crowd dancing to everything at orange soda. Like (laughs) he was turned, he was there to have a good time and he definitely got his money's worth. I do think some people, yeah, like hearing familiar songs keeps them in their comfort zone and so they don't feel as vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you actually brought up another great topic. Um, why is it? 
I forgot what 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 even brought this up. But you know, back in the day, like when people do the swing dancing, mm-hmm. and now it's like people don't do any dancing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why that is about people are not wanting to dance. Like I... even <laughs> even like a man getting twerked from a girl, like it's 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 rare. Right, right. To, to where, you know, back in the day, even not that far back, like even in the 80s, like all that New Jack Swing and all that, people, I, you know, uh, we've seen movies with uh, like New Jack City with, with killers out there dancing and sweating <laughs> in, in suits. So I'm like, why is it that people don't dance anymore? It's all for the aesthetic. You know, you got to take your pictures. You got to be very prim, proper, and poised. And, uh, you know, almost like a detriment because I think social media has kind of ruined it because there are so many videos. Perfect example over the summer at our bar. Um, what was the name of the dance that they were doing? I can't remember. Oh, the, uh, Wacky Woods. Yes. Yes. And they were having a great time. You could tell them right. that day. But then they got blasted on social media because they were like, oh, Columbus people don't know this dance and it turned into like a whole city battle royale and it's like anything can happen like you could think you're having a great time you could be drunk as hell having a great time you could be sober having a great time and not know that somebody's recording you and then you know the next day you're viral and so i think people are very mindful of that so you know they do very little to avoid becoming a topic on the twitter so now I'm going to put you on the spot because there's a bunch of times when I've been DJing and you've been in the spot and you wasn't dancing. Well, I'm so different. why I'm... would you say that is? <laughs> because I'm just not a dancer, truly. I just, I'm an observer by nature. So like I go, I like people watching. That's like, I have an older parent. I have older parents. And so like they weren't very like active in the sense that like we would go do stuff but when we went out like part of the going out was people watching because that's what they like to do so that's like a trait i picked up on and i have a good time by like seeing my friends have a good time like i'm not the outgoing extrovert i'm very introverted so i process a lot internally so i can have a great time and i'll probably have like a very stoic face but i'm having fun okay Okay. I guess I'll let you slide on that one. Um, I don't dance because I think because I'm so... Well, before I started DJing, I was very shy. And then I was behind the the DJ booth. So I didn't have to dance. Mm. But I am trying to make more of a point to dance while I'm DJing. Just because sometimes I'll be up there killing it and just be standing still. And people, and if I'm not vibing, people are not vibing too. So I'm trying to get over that myself because I know people look at me crazy because I stand very still. Like part of it is because I'm very focused still. Like I'm trying to make sure I'm not messing up. I haven't gotten to that level yet where I'm just like comfortable. There's been a couple times where I felt comfortable enough to like carry on conversations, which I never thought I would be able to do. But I'm still not at that level yet where I'm just like I could do whatever I could dance I could I don't know where I started with it was just looking at other people DJ mm-hmm. and either, and see what they do and I either like it and I try to incorporate it like I'll be at home practicing in the mirror mm, so I either good. do that 
I, I either see somebody do something that I like or something that I would like, ah, that's not really for me. Like, so I'm trying to get some, some little dance moves that fit my style. I feel like, yeah. cause standing there all those years, it like has been a detriment. I feel like yeah. also when you start live streaming Twitch or whatever, if you just stand there, nobody's going to like, that's they're not true. there for the music. They're there for you. Yeah. So shout out to the people that aren't afraid and they, that are turned up all the time. I'm also too fat to be doing any of that because I'd be tired. So <laughs> all that body movement is going to make me pass you, uh, out. Close your rings, your little apple no. rings. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen me in the living room last night doing hit, closing my <laughs> rings. That's another story, though. Um, speaking of the DJ booth, though, here is something that we need to address. And this goes for everybody. If you've ever been to a party... Whether you're a DJ, a promoter, the host, or just a regular crowd goer, I don't know why y'all think it's okay to come and put a drink next to my equipment. <laughs> like, I want to come to your house and see if you have a drink on top of your TV. Well, you got a flat screen, but you got a drink <laughs> on top of your laptop. Like, this is not. The place for it. I understand, like, any flat service, you're probably going to put your drink down. But y'all be disrespecting the DJ booth. The DJ booth is not a coat check. It's not a drink holder. Uh, what else? Uh, it's not for I, your purse. I, like, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it a bean. Like, I love, ladies, I love all of you. I'm not trying to keep up with your purse. And. And we got one... the charging station. Oh, my God. Talk to them. <laughs> Talk to these niggas. No, listen. <laughs> so the, 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 what you just brought up is, is very, there's is levels to this. Okay. The first level is, um, I don't know if I have a free outlet. Right. If I pick up the, the, these power strips to try to find a free outlet for you, I might unplug some of my shit. Right. And then now the music stop. Cause you want to charge your iPhone five C. Secondly, <laughs> um, can you just plug it into your computer? No. You know what I'm not going to do? plug anything into my computer, especially your random ass phone, which once again might crash my computer. And then we're sitting here, no music, clap, 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 no music. <laughs> so no. Third of all, why, why do you women, why do you not have your phone fully charged when you leave the house? Especially because these battery packs now are slim enough to fit in your purse. Even the Telfy, trust me, I've done it. And I just bought for my sister's birthday, shout out to her, uh, a MagSafe battery pack. So all you do is pull it out, pop it on the back of your phone, it's charging, and you keep moving. So the fact that you don't have your phone charged and how you going to meet somebody of the opposite or same sex and, you know, link up with them if your phone not charged. I don't understand. So, so we're not a charging station. It's not a coat check. I only allow the coat check thing and the purse thing just because I know how to maneuver with things around my feet. I don't know if it's my football background or what, but it don't <laughs> bother me. But you also got to understand if I step on it or if somebody's random drink spill on it, right. I'm not looking after it. I'm here to play the music, not to be the uh, uh, the coat checker. Mm -hmm. uh, and all this is, uh, ex you know, we're, we're going to put the period on it by saying, I don't understand. Well, I under, I do understand and I don't understand why y'all want to stand on the stage Ooh. or in the DJ booth during during a function. Now, 
if you don't want to be around people and it's hot out there and it's, it's a bunch of, uh, I get it because I don't like being out there either. That's usually where I stand when I go to the function. But it's not on top of the DJ. It's in the back. Let me say this because I used to be a person that did this. I was very good for it. And then as soon as I became a DJ, I was like, yeah, no. I don't want to be next to y'all while y'all working. I know y'all don't want me next to you while y'all working. So I'm a, just, I'm done. I'm gone. Even if, like, it's an event where I've DJed. Like, I pack up my stuff, put it under somewhere right. that it's not going to get in nobody's way. And then I might sit, like, in the, on the little corner of the stage if I want to sit down. But I'm not up around people. The problem the, is the pictures are nothing. I'm gonna just let y'all have y'all space. The problem is it's not people being up there or you being up there. It's just that people don't have the common courtesy to leave the DJ alone while he's DJing. Yeah, he, him or her. So if you're gonna be up there, please stay out of my way. And back to what we just said, don't put your drink down next to my equipment. <laughs> Which you're bound to do if you're drunk and you're up there right. and you're talking to whoever. Don't put your drink down next to That's my That's one equipment. thing I liked about, for the most part, about, what is it, Forum? Like, y'all mm-hmm. were, even though there was, like, a little stage, y'all were, like, behind where everybody else would have been. And back there, first of all, if you go back there, you don't need a stool. <laughs> Secondly, there's not too much room for too many people. So it's not even cool for you to, like, if you wanted to come back there, you come back there and be like, yeah, let me get up out of here because right. it's so tight back there. Um, but, yeah, like, come in and stand on stage. And then here's another thing. It's an all or nothing thing when it comes to standing on uh, standing on the stage. And I've been a part of this several times. <laughs> so, from when I throw an event, it's either nobody gets to be on stage or everybody can be on stage. We can't pick and choose. Cause so many of y'all want to. I just had deja vu of like several times where you've explained this exact scenario. Bro, listen, (laughs) because so many people want to be on stage, and people look at me like I have the audacity to tell them to get off stage when person X Y Z is allowed up here, and I'm like, I don't like I don't have the time, nor do I feel, nor do I have the inclination. To explain to you why I'm telling you to get off and why they can stay. Why can't it just be, hey, can you get (laughs) off the stage? I'm not kicking you out the venue. Right. And You ain't getting no VIP ticket. You ain't paid to be up here. Right. And you're not special. Well, you know what? I I, I can't even say that because there are some bird-ass people out there, (laughs) men and women. It's not just women. Men and women, bird-ass people will see somebody on stage and be like, oh, he or she must be important because he up there. And I, if that's what you get going for, that's cool. But I'm on the stage because I don't like to be around people when it's hot. I take up a lot of space. I hate walking through the crowd and niggas look at me and move. I'm like, I, I, I every time, without fail, I say, excuse me, because that's the right thing to do. People look at me and step over one inch. I'm like, man, okay, so I'm going to walk over you. <laughs> Cause you know I'm I'm not skinny to get that that little spot, so that's why I don't like being in the crowd. That's why I prefer to be on stage. But I swear, like it's not 
some exclusive club that you're either a part of or not to be on the stage. And I, you know, I, I respect the people that probably deserve to be on stage and that don't even come up there and bother me. Like they don't even come not to say it's a, see, this is why I, I got to exp- give some context. It's not a bother. If you ever come up to me and say, what's up to me while I'm DJing, it becomes a bother right after that. What's up. When you try to have a conversation with me mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh man, I'm sitting here mixing. I don't come knock the broom out of your hand when you at your job. <laughs> so please let me work. Please let me stop though. I appreciate everybody that comes to, comes to our events. We, we'll shout out to you. Um, dang, there was something I was going to say to add on to that. That's not on the list. DJ Booth not being a coat check. And it, oh, you... how about it just like not being clean? Like other DJs, can you please... Clean up after yourself. Let me move the mic in a little bit so I can explain this to you. DJs. We was talking to uh, DJ Ola about a tech rider. Do you know why you don't have those in these places in Columbus? It's because y'all don't know how to act. These venues don't provide equipment because y'all would tear it up. Because if you've ever been behind the DJ booth at our bar, there's wires everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And here's another thing. And, you know, I'm going to get you and don't fret together. So it's not this don't really pertain to y'all because y'all got me as a resource. But if you don't know how to work that mixer and how to properly plug into it, you should just shouldn't be DJing. Because every time I come in there, it's plugged into a different type of like setup to where I got to figure out what's wrong with it and replug everything back up just so I can get my stuff to work. Um, here's a little tip for y'all and it don't matter because our bar closed anyway, but it's set up so that audio goes into the bar area for the place with the TVs and the DJ booth area It's on two, it's on two different outputs now. And then you have it that way. So you can control the volume in two different areas. That's what, that's the whole point of a mixing board. But people usually just unplug the outputs to the speakers and plug them into the back of their controller because they didn't know what they was doing. All you had to do, every mixing board that I've ever dealt with has RCA inputs. All you got to do is plug your, your controller into that board with RCAs. Then you still have volume control over both rooms. Because the problem is when you do it the other way, you can't turn one room down without turning your the other right. room down. I didn't realize people were doing that. Yeah, people were just unplugging it straight from the... And you just bypassing the mixing board. And I know some of y'all that don't care nothing about DJing. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or <laughs> don't even care. But this is why we're here for those of you like, oh, I didn't know this. Yes. Or, and then people didn't know, like, there's like eight inputs on that mixer. Plug your mic into the mixer. And then that way you'll have control over where it goes. You probably don't need the mic at the bar. But... Once again, if you don't know how to plug up your stuff or plug into the system that's there, then what, like, what are you here for? Just to play music and just to vibe? You're just vibing? Keep the DJ booth clean. <laughs> the R-Bar DJ booth used to be filthy all the and time. And, like, sticky. Like, I don't, like, sticky where your controller should have been. So I don't even understand how that happens. Yeah, because y'all up there letting them birds talk to you while you're trying to DJ <laughs> and then spilling drinks everywhere, trying to be cool. And then the next DJ got to deal with that. 
also DJ etiquette. <laughs> etiquette. I'm glad we were talking about this. Um, it's common courtesy that if you got a time slot, you stick to your time slot. If you have an hour, you stop at an hour because it's a it's a chain reaction. So let, mm. let's say it's four DJs, four hours, ten to two. You go first, right? You go from ten to eleven. Mm-hmm. If you get there late, you still off at eleven, or, or you'll be like, "Oh, the first ten minutes when nobody here, let me go ten minutes later." Oh, okay, so the next DJ got ten minutes cut off theirs, or they, or they pass on to the next one, and to the next one, until the last guy only got forty minutes because the rest of y'all went over. Right. Is DJ etiquette to be on time? One, two, off at the correct time. And th- three, but on, on most importantly, three is that if the other person is not ready when it's time for you to get off, you should be able to improvise and keep it going because mm. you're supposed to be a professional. So that's all I got to say right for now about DJ etiquette. There, there's a longer episode about that for later, um, but definitely keep the booth clean and you can do that by stop making it a coat check. Um, although I'm sure that's never going to be followed because people do that for their friends all the time. So. <laughs> Just understand if I tell you no, and then we're gonna we're gonna repeat this several times on the no request episode. But if I tell you no, I don't want to argue about it. Just don't. Especially if I don't know you from from Adam. If, if you're my friend, maybe. But if you just some um, skeezer in here, <laughs> skeezer being male, male or female, if you just some skeezer in here, I don't care. Like go away, go hit the bar, go buy you a drink. And tip the bartender. So, reoccurring segment time. Put us on. Put us on is a reoccurring segment we have to where we talk about a song that you may not know about, whether it's new or not as new. Just something we can put you on to for your enjoyment. And as always, I'm not ready for this. So, Riccio, you are going to go first. So, first things first, I have to say, I was so disappointed with the music that came out last week. Like, it was a terrible week for music. I was, like, going through it, and I was like, I can't find nothing. But one song that I do like, and I think it's, like, all nostalgia because it sounds like him in, like, his peak phase Mm -hmm. era is Chris Brown's new song, Iffy. Like, it reminds mm. me of, like, uh, right after, like, Transformia. Yep. yep. It is so... And I think that's even, like, the cover art. Like, him and then, like, a bunch of Transformers behind him. But I love it. And it's really catchy. And I can't wait to play it. So, yeah. Did you watch the video? No, I haven't. I'm not... I feel like music videos don't really matter anymore. Unless it's, like... Uh, Meg, Meg's videos and Cardi's videos like always go up, but that's another song that is <laughs> tomato, 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 tomato. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that that song is. But um, I only watch videos because they be on title, um, and so like mm. I'm cleaning up, I put title on the TV and put a, a video playlist up. I do think the way they integrated title into Serato, they should integrate the vi- the videos too because I don't. I'm surprised that they haven't. I think video DJing is not as, you know, relevant. Yeah. But that's only because I'm not about to pay a, a, another monthly fee for another monthly DJ service right. for just videos, especially when I can just get them off YouTube for free or not, allegedly. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you know me, you probably know what song I'm about to say. Because as soon as I heard it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I can't wait to play it. Two Chains, Moneybag Yo, Beat King, pop music. I knew you were going to uh, say that because I, I, I had that as like my secondary. Even though I knew you were going to say it in the off chance that you didn't. <laughs> And uh, the video is amazing. It's like an old school Freaknik video um, with that's kind of what some, the cover is too. I think. And yep, and it's very ladies in there getting very active. Oh. And, I, and I'm always amused by B King's choice of uh, shirts. This one was a uh, take this plan B. I'm a watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, yeah, wow. he, 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 he had one that was like. That's not squirt is P or something. I, I don't know. But um That's another podcast, not ours. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, two chains, money bag, yo, B King, pop music. And I do wanna say, uh, for those of you who have been asking, which is probably like one or two people, the follow up to Clap for It is coming very soon and is very uh Beat King esque. So oh, if you didn't Yeah, I remember this one. I remember this one. I haven't heard like the whole thing, but the snippet so, you sent very good. Uh, Trek, so Trek put some words over that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we definitely on this type of time." <laughs> and surprise, surprise, somebody that you may or may not expect might also be rapping on it because they're being forced to. So yeah, um, oh, we'll see how it sounds this offline. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it sounds once it comes out. Maybe that'll be a put you on segment. Maybe we can exclusively premiere it on here. Oh. So, um, let's talk about marketing. Okay. Um, I did want to bring this, um, topic back up because something I saw recently inspired me. Oh, it was a logo. It was a terrible ass logo. Um, I do want to talk about logos. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a graphic design major. Um, one of the classes I took, a couple classes were focused around branding. So, Um, I do a lot of branding, um, just in everything I do and I do want to talk about logos. So we were talking separately. I was talking to somebody about a logo and how people want to be very literal when it comes to their logo. Like for a DJ logo, they want to put a disc or a CD or a, a tone arm or just something that visually says DJ, or if you're doing like, uh, like lashes, people want lashes in their mm-hmm. logo with the text on top of it. And I'm here to say all those ideas suck. I'm glad you said because it because I'd be seeing some of y'all's brands and I don't want to purchase from it because y'all's logo is ass. You know, a a prime example of this, uh, I wonder if you agree. Um, me and my fiance were driving back from Cincinnati and she stopped and got a bang energy drink and their logo is terrible. And I'm looking like I'm not who a, cleared this logo. You said bang, bang the noise. Yeah, look at their logo and tell me it, it looks like they got that off Fiverr. And it's a multi-million dollar company. <laughs> this looks like it should be no. <laughs> it looks like a like somebody found the first font on Define. I was like, okay, use that one because it looked like a Target. Like wow, and this is what I'll be talking about. Um. I'm trying to, I don't remember. I'm going to use Steph Laws for an example. Um, while you're on your phone, if you want to 
pull up his Twitter okay. and look at his profile. I think his profile picture. See, his profile picture or his header is his new logo. And he, like a lot of other important brands, has gone through several different logos over the course of his career. To to now is just very it's text based and it's very clean, it very professional. Very and my point is that like if you if you're trying to tell what kind of business you have by just a logo, then you're doing it wrong. Because what your business is about should be explained in other ways. The logo should be something that people can look at real quick and be reminded of who it belongs to. So mm-hmm. if you got a big ass cake and you do desserts, people look at your logo, all they're going to think about is desserts. They're going to think about you specifically. It also doesn't allow for growth. Like, what if, for example, like mine, I had, I don't even know what I would have put, a music note. I don't know. Right. Um. Or, oh, there's a good example, and this is not shade. This is not shade. But, I know a DJ who put um ox cords in their logo Mm. and it's like okay but what if you know you wanted to expand into production or you wanted to expand into who knows what else like you've kind of pigeonholed yourself into i'm a dj and that was another reason why i didn't even want to put dj like even in front of my name because who knows what my musical journey turns into Let's right. Keep it consistent. That's also why um, a couple of years ago I tried to cut the DJ from in front of my name mm-hmm. and just be burn because like I don't just DJ, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find the social media handles. Right, and plus right. people, people kept tagging the wrong account when they was looking for me on Instagram. So I put the DJ back in front of my name. But, it, but if you know, if you notice the DJ is not on my logo. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just about what you said. It's about, it's not about you being a DJ. It's about you being who you are. And I'm going to call you out on something about your logo (laughs) that I don't like in anybody's logos is when you can't, um, I think a logo should be one color, not to mean it should be a specific color, but it shouldn't be more than one color because like my logo, the default is white, but you can change the color 20 different times. It's not going to change the composition mm-hmm. of the logo. But if your logo is centered around silver flakes or something, and then my question is, well, how's it going to look when it's black and white? Right. Like when you put it on a T-shirt, you put it on a cup, uh, you put it on a flyer, which is most important. Mm-hmm. What's it going to look like? Is it going to clash? Yeah. Um, if you look at most brands, most brands have a black and white logo, unless they have very specific colors for very specific reasons. And even then, like, um, me being a graphic designer, I've done stuff for Coda, and Coda has very, uh, very distinct color palette. Mm-hmm. But um, also, they have black and white logos that you can you make either all black or all white, and it still draws out their logo. So, yeah. I actually recommend to a DJ he changes logo because it was something that here's another tip: like it has to look good, big and small. Right. So if you put it like a little like one by one inch icon uh, on the pocket of a t-shirt or you put it on a billboard, it should look just as good. And I felt like he, his logo had too many details in it. And he pretty much told me to fuck off. But (laughs) I mean, one of us still DJing though. One of us isn't. Um, Wow. Now that was shade. You're so messy, burn. 
I just, so <laughs> this podcast is all the stuff that I'll be getting off in my head um, <laughs> that I can't say out loud because, for whatever reason because you got to play the game. That, that's another. That's a whole another podcast in itself. Playing the game, um, but yeah. So get your logos together. Um, also, back to social media content. My TikTok page went from 156 followers to 1,056 in two weeks. Damn. And that comes from two things, content and reach. So you want to make sure that the stuff that you're putting online is a representation of you. I, the interview I just had today, the lady was in my uh, in my portfolio looking at some stuff and was asking me specific things about um, how I take a project from a blank piece of paper to a final project. And I'm like, oh, the one thing I didn't include in my portfolio was logos. But that's exactly what I do with those. And she was looking at me like, well, you should have put it in there. Mm-hmm. So you do want your social media profile to be a reflection of you. Um, you. Personal life is cool. But also, if you want somebody to book you for DJing, it should have DJing on there. Um, so definitely, this is my reminder for Recio and Don't Fret and everybody else listening that it's important to get content out there. Um this ring light that's sitting behind me was twenty bucks. The whole dry phone. You know, you just sit it and put it in front of you. Um also I bought an iRig, which is a a thing you plug into your iPhone and it has RCA inputs on it. Oh. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. So that'll um if you didn't have something to record your mixes on, you can record it directly in GarageBand on an iPad or an iPhone, or you can even do it in the voice note. Um, but more importantly, it, it gives you the ability to stream directly to Twitch from your phone. Right. You can do Instagram before they cut you off and TikTok. And I tested it the other night. Works flawlessly. Yeah. I remember I had a, was it this past summer? I think it was this past summer. I did this like Zoom. Oh, set. yeah. I remember that. And I needed that because I was, I always, I always figure out how to do it, but there's always a simpler way to do it. So yeah, there's always a simpler way, and hopefully, you guys get some of that from this podcast because that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and you know, a photo, a video, and audio quality is very important because you can have the best shit out there, but if it looks bad or sounds bad, people aren't going to be able to enjoy it. It's just like the speakers you choose. Um, Additionally, electronic press kit. Um, So before we even get there, you need to have professional photos. Um, I was literally just about to say, like, I need to do that. We we need to get together and do a photo shoot. and And we can knock that out all in one day. Like, just bring a change of clothes. We can all do our individual shots Mm -hmm. and then group shots. But it's important to have that because the the, the DJs we booked for Orange Soda this February 11th at Scully's, get your tickets now, um, they both sent me like three different pictures of like headshots. Right. And so it was easy to put that on a flyer. You don't want your your picture to be on a flyer from just some random picture on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of other people won't, won't have the uh, courtesy to ask you which picture to use. <laughs> They'll just use whatever raggedy ass picture you got up and then you got to live with it. Right. Um, but definitely get photos and put it into a press kit and you want to have a bio, which basically talks about what you do, 
and who you are. And I, I want to say like six sentences or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can also put your accomplishments in there because I, it, this, this might be a me thing, but I often forget about all the stuff that I've done. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to look back on it and say, yeah, I, like it, it might be small to you because it came easy or it, it didn't seem very significant. But like me doing mixes for the radio station for a year. Uh, I honestly think that do- is so cool. Like I have an old car. So I listen to the radio anyways, but I love listening to DJs here. Even like the syndicated shows, like I think Quicksilver and what's the night night show? Somebody, I can't remember the DJ's name, but I love listening to their mixes. Like I, it's art. So I love like seeing and hearing other people's art. Yeah. um, Mix show DJs don't get the credit they deserve. That is another podcast. Cause I'm definitely going to have somebody on from the radio uh, on that one. But what I was saying, yeah, just put every, like what I have in my press kit is the type of music that I play venues that I played at events that I've done and equipment that I use. Cause I want people to know that I can use pretty much all equipment I specialize in hip hop and R and B, but we can do whatever as far as the music concerned. And I've done these notable events, you know, festivals. We created our own festival and all this stuff. And I've, I, I was sure to state the different cities I've done events in too, because all yeah, this matters. It does. And you don't even have to have this extensive of a resume, but if you've done a wedding before, you should definitely let put that down. And let it be known that I DJed and MC this wedding for this person. And getting into weddings is, you know, where you really make the money, but you can even get testimonials from these people as well. Um, one other thing, one other slight marketing tactic that I used to use, uh, when I was single is when, whenever somebody came into our bar, some young lady, they, you know, whether they was the attractive ones, um, they used to come to the booth. They used to come up to the booth and be like, oh, my God, you killing it. You doing your thing. And because I'm awkward, earnest, I was like, oh, OK, thanks. And then not knowing what to say. But then I start being like, OK, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, are you on Instagram? Here, here's my phone. Type in your Instagram so I can follow you. That way, the next time I'm in here, I can just let you know. Mm, OK. So so now you have because you could put up a sign. Or somebody could be like, hey, who's that DJ? Let me see if he's on Instagram. But this is me, somebody directly initiating a conversation with me and me in return getting their contact information. Mm -hmm. And then so when I'm on Instagram, when I'm about to have another event, um, don't be too proud to DM your post with your flyer to people you want to be there. That's one thing Instagram needs to do. And perhaps I am not as hip to Instagram as I should be, but I feel like there should be like a list form like there is on Twitter. So you could just like blast people with like flyers. Right. Instead of like um, having to go in and like individually DM people. Like, I mean, you would still be, it would still be an individual DM, but you could just be like, Oh yeah. DM this group of people individually instead of like trying to remember like, Oh yeah, I met this person at our bar. Let me send them this flyer. Right. Um, 
The only thing about that is like Facebook events. I don't know if you from that era, but I'm from the era where people used to beat up my Facebook. Oh yeah. Like like it would be like let's say me and you throwing an event. Uh-huh. We get we get twenty literally twenty of our friends would be like, Oh, support me, I'll give you I'll give you a hundred bucks, you put this event up on your page too. Mm-hmm. So me, you and eighteen other people are all hosting bottles and babes or whatever <laughs> at <laughs> And then we send out invites to all of our friends list. And so now patron ABC has 20 invites to the same event. And so I'm like, well, now on on Facebook, they limit it. They limit the number you can send out. And I think you get too many complaints. Like you can't send them out at all. And they also give you a suggested list of who you can invite. Mm -hmm. And they also give you um, a list of, past events you've had that people actually attended you can invite them directly but you uh, you definitely don't want to spam people but it's definitely important to directly like i can get on this podcast and say i appreciate everybody who comes out and w- listens to me dj or i can say it to them directly in my social media inbox right, right and it has much more of an impact it does take some of your time but i mean that time turns into value once people know that you appreciate them that is true so, electronic press kit, um, utilize your social media, and above all, just practice, because all the all these, all these things we're talking about will get you opportunities uh, when it, the time comes. When the time comes, you can't fumble on those opportunities, because then people will never, ever invite you to DJ again, and then just be DJing in your bedroom, and you know maybe you enjoy that, maybe you don't. I don't know. <laughs> Um, before we get out of here, uh, anything else you want to cover? Um, no, I'm all, all hearts and minds are clear. That sounds like a setup. No, (laughs) um, I do want to say that February is about to turn up. We're about to have a bunch of events to talk about. Um, if you have any questions that you want, you know, want answered on this podcast, definitely hit us up, hit me up. Oh, I have a funny note about that. Okay. So remember the episode where you clipped, um, talking about where, uh, you were like, oh, I hope he ain't trying to smash. He listened Of course I remember that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What'd he say? Um, he just laughed at it and I was like. Yeah, I didn't take it that way because you actually bought equipment. But had you not, you know, that might be a different conversation. So where is he at with his equipment now? Um, I don't know. I haven't asked him about it. But he's definitely listening to the podcast. So, All right. Yeah, shout out to you. If you have any other questions, um, how to get babes with DJ. No, I'm playing. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, anybody out there curious about anything, how's, how events work, um, how to get sponsors, um, how to get gigs. That's you know that that's actually a good one. I think we're gonna actually make that an episode too. That should be an episode How to get gigs. because it also shouldn't be a uh, the SMD pipeline. That too. And I'll leave that. Yeah, at because that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to discuss that when we start recording. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for tuning in. Make sure you go to uh, Apple Podcasts and like us, rate us, give us five stars, leave a review. I think you can do it on Google Podcasts as well. If you listen on Spotify, a shout to them. 
Um, I'm not a fan of Spotify. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully with Don't Fret. Um, the I think the next week and the week after we might have a guest. We're gonna have a guest for sure the week after, uh, which is the week of Orange Soda, and February's coming. January's almost over already. That's crazy. Time is flying. It was both um, fast and long. I don't know how both are possible, but that's what she said. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alrighty, uh, we'll, t- we'll tune in. Uh, <laughs> now I'm all <laughs> befuddled. Tune in next time. We'll see you. Have a good evening. Bye.